there. Welcome to Simple Acts Big Impact, celebrating teen changemakers. I'm your host, Natalie Silverstein. I'm an author, philanthropist, and passionate advocate for family and youth service. On this short weekly pod, I have the honor of meeting tweens, teens, and young adults who are volunteers, advocates, nonprofit founders, activists, and fundraisers. My goal is to celebrate and amplify these big-hearted people and the work they're doing, and to inspire you all, no matter your age, to find your purpose and passion through meaningful service to others. I firmly believe, and these conversations will convince you, that every person can make a difference, one simple act at a time. I'm delighted to share this conversation with Jack D., also known as Kid Conservationist. Jack is only in the eighth grade, and he's already made a huge impact toward an ambitious goal, getting orangutans off the endangered species list, and inspiring kids and adults to be good to our planet. Jack produces YouTube videos and has published a children's book. I was blown away by Jack's knowledge, enthusiasm, and heart. He is another great example that you're never too young to make an impact on an issue you care about. Welcome back, everybody. I'm super excited to introduce you to Jack, who started an incredible organization called Kid Conservationist. I found Jack on social media down that rabbit hole from I don't even remember where, and I just thought what he was doing was incredible. I reached out to him months ago, and we finally got it together. So I am so delighted to introduce you to Jack and hear his story. Hey, Jack, how are you? I'm good. How are you, Natalie? I'm great. Thank you so much. I'm glad we could finally make this happen. So why don't you tell us more about yourself, how old you are, where you go to school, what grade, all that good stuff, and then take us all the way back to the beginning. Tell us the whole story of Kid Conservationist. So first off, my name is Jack Dalton. My project is known as Kid Conservationist, and I do work as an animal activist, public speaker, author, and educational YouTuber. And I'm 13 years old. I'm going into eighth grade this year. I'm super excited. And I live in New Hampshire. So I've been doing this work for the past four years, and over the course of those years, I've helped to raise over $20,000 for education, orangutan rehabilitation, and rainforest restoration, as well as I've started my YouTube channel where I share fun educational videos for kids and adults, and I also share social media posts. I recently wrote a children's book. It was about two years ago now, so it's not recently, I guess. Well, that was a good thing to do during the pandemic, huh? Absolutely, yeah. It's uh, definitely kept me busy, this work. And that's actually, that was part of why my work kicked off, was because everyone was at home during the pandemic. And so a lot of people were watching YouTube, myself included. One of the things that people were watching were an Earth Day video. So that video now has over 250,000 views on my YouTube channel, mainly because people were looking for things to do during COVID. So... So tell me, tell me more about orangutans. Why orangutans? Well, I first fell in love with orangutans a couple of years ago when my family, so we traveled the country for my dad's work and my mom homeschooled me. She's a teacher and it was an amazing experience. We lived in Washington state, Wisconsin, Florida, Texas, Massachusetts, and eventually we ended up in New Hampshire. But one of my favorite places that we lived was always Memphis, Tennessee, and in particular, because of Memphis, I love the Memphis Zoo. 
And the Memphis Zoo, it's a wonderful zoo. In my opinion, one of the best zoos in the country. It has a lot of great animals, pandas even for a while. Unfortunately, one of their pandas recently passed away, but that's besides the point. They had pandas for a while when we were there. They have a lot of great animals, giraffes, gorillas, bonobos, which I always loved. But even above the bonobos, don't tell them, was the orangutans. And I love the orangutans mainly because they're the only red-headed apes and I have red hair. So that's what drew me in. But what kept me with them and what truly made me fall in love with them was their intelligence. And eventually, after watching this little baby orangutan named Rowan there for weeks and weeks and even months, eventually it was his birthday. And at his birthday party, I learned that palm oil and deforestation were causing orangutans to go extinct. And I knew that I needed to do something about it because my actions, buying products that contained a item called palm oil, was leading to the destruction of the rainforest. And I knew that I needed to do something because my actions were causing the species to go extinct and other people needed to know this. So for the past four years, I've been doing this work. That was about four and a half years ago now. So in that time, I've been able to make quite the impact towards getting towards my goal of getting orangutans off the endangered species list. So tell us about the the children's book. Is it a is there an orangutan in the book? Yes, yes. there is. It's so it's a book called Kwame <laughs> Orangutan. His name Rowan. It's his name Rowan. <laughs> no. I was close to naming him Rowan because <laughs> Rowan is the name of the orangutan that inspired me, but Right. Unfortunately, I decided not to, but the name still has a meaning. The name Kwan actually means friend in the Malay language. So the word orangutan itself means person of the forest in the Malay language. The origin of Kowan is from the Malay language, and it means friend. And the book called Kowan the Orangutan Lost in the Rainforest is about him going around meeting his rainforest friends because he gets separated from his mother, and he relies on the help of his rainforest Kawans to get him back. And it's a really neat story about the importance of each individual animal in their ecosystem, and eventually it's a story about the special relationship between baby orangutans and their moms. Wow, that's beautiful. And what a nice way for you to be able to introduce all these other animals and tell a little bit of their story through the book. I'm sure that the book actually is a good book for adults to read as well. That's they're probably true. Learning a lot. I read, you know, when I read children's books with my children, I, en I ended up learning as much as they did. Wow. Well, I just I love that. I love that orangutan means person of the forest, because that gets back to what you said about their intelligence, you know, and and that's can you speak to that a little bit more? Because I think that people kind of instinctively know um, how intelligent they are and gorillas and and the way they live in families and, and how they're so loyal in that way. Like there is so much about them that really mimics humans. And so there is this connection when you see them in the zoo, you just feel like you're looking at a, a being that understands that's kind of speaking to you almost. It's so true. And I think a part of that comes from the fact that orangutans share 97% of our DNA. So they're only beaten out by a couple other of species of apes like gorillas and bonobos. So orangutans have that initial connection of being so closely related to us. But even beyond that, they're super, super intelligent. Every night they make a new bed from leaves and branches and they know which fruits are safe to eat. And mostly they're taught that by their mothers, which speaks to the relationship between them and their mothers. 
But they also, this is probably my personal favorite example of orangutan's intelligence. So what they do, they're mostly vegetarians, but sometimes they'll eat insects. And what they do is they'll take a stick and they'll go into the ground and use that stick to pry up insects like ants from the ground. So that just goes to show how very, very intelligent they are and how similar to us humans, we use forks and knives to eat our food, right? <laughs> exactly. And when you see them in the zoo doing this, you're like, that looks like my husband yeah. <laughs> or, my, or my son eating peanut butter out of a jar, right? <laughs> well, that's, you know, that's incredible. So the YouTube um, work that you do, you put out these new videos. Obviously, you have followers on your channel and these, you know, so when you put out something new, f folks follow that. Um, how do you do the fundraising? Tell me a little bit more about that. The fundraising, a large part of it, so my first ever fundraiser was my reusable bags fundraiser, where all the funds raised go towards rehabilitating orangutans and sending that towards a rehabilitation center in Indonesia. And all of the other funds goes towards replanting the rainforest. And those are with individual organizations. Um, mainly, I work with four, Orangutan Alliance, Orangutan Republic, Borneo Orangutan Survival and Plastic Pollution Coalition. Those are the four organizations that I'm the youth ambassador for, but they're also connected with other organizations, and from there I do other work. So my fundraisers in the past have helped to uh, symbolically adopt 10 orangutans uh, at orangutan sanctuaries, which that means that sends funds for a full year of care and food for those orangutans. So. The orangutan adoption program is great. It also comes with stuffed animals and things like that. So if you're listening, I encourage you to do that. It's it's a really great program. There's also Orangutan Republic has an orangutan caring scholarship program where they send an Indonesian student to college. And so far through my efforts, a, rat, a, full, a student has been able to go to college in full to veterinary school. Yeah, so working to get even more through college there, as well as uh, more trees planted with Orangutan Alliance. Amazing. And I love that that's your, your fundraising for a specific goal there, right? That is so much easier to fundraise when you know, like, I need this amount of money so that I can help this person get through college or sponsor one Orangutan, you know, through a program or what have you. That's, well, that's right. That's and all really fantastic. And it's really cool because not only for the tree planting fundraisers mainly when i'm raising funds for kids in schools say i want to donate books my most recent earth day fundraiser sent books to a full school from pre-k all the way through fourth grade and all those students got a copy of my book and because every single copy of my book sold or donated a tree is planted trees were planted in their names and the kids love that and of course now they're going to take home that message of loving orangutans and having that special connection absolutely well that's and you really you're touching on social entrepreneurship right which is a you know a chapter in my book as well where you know this this idea that you're selling a book that's amazing but every time someone buys your book you plant a tree like there there's a one-to-one -one relationship here between purchasing something and having some portion of the proceeds of that go back to helping the cause. And that's that's really special. I love the tree planting. I love the reusable bags. I mean, again, it's not just fundraising, like putting a, a cup out and asking people to put 
money in. You're actually raising awareness and educating through your fundraising, which is is really spectacular. Wow. Well, I have to tell you, Jack, I'm super impressed with all of this. It's really, really wonderful. And I just love the stories that you've told us because I think having that personal connection to the cause, you know, this is something you're clearly so passionate about. And I'm sure that that will only grow. Have you thought about, you know, I know you're only in the eighth grade, but have you thought about what you might want to study when you're when you're in college? I mean, there's so many routes that this conservation journey has opened up, whether that's fundraising or public speaking, or maybe that's working out in the field with conservation, or maybe that's being a veterinarian. So I don't know specifically. I have a couple of options lined up that I could be interested in. And a lot in. of time to figure it out. <laughs> yeah. Thankfully, there's plenty of time for me to think about right. that. Yeah. Right. But this, this, you know, awareness, raising awareness in this way, you know, I think it is so important because I, I think people kind of philosophically, they understand that we have a problem with, you know, different endangered species and these types of things. But giving people something very specific, a specific animal, that they that you care about and you want to teach them this is the story with this animal and this is why they're almost extinct and this is what we can do to change that narrative i think that's super important because if you talk about it in the sort of aggregate it doesn't feel like you can make a difference but every single person can make a difference and i i love that you've given us a bunch of ideas for that so tell us a little bit more about where people can find out um, more about your organization how they can follow how they can donate how they can purchase a copy of your book which i'm going to be doing um tell us your website your social media your youtube all that good stuff yes i highly encourage you to go on my website kidconservationist.com on there's all the information you can need all the social media and all that on there that's also where you'd purchase my book that's where all the shipping goes through there that way it has environmentally friendly materials so please go on check it out and please also follow me on facebook instagram and youtube at kid conservationist amazing well jack i'm wishing you the best of luck i hope you have a fantastic school year i just hope this continues to grow and you continue to spread your message because i think it's so important and it's so inspiring thanks so much for sharing this with this with us today great thank you so much natalie i really appreciate this opportunity to speak with everyone and thank you for listening absolutely it was so nice to meet you take care thank you Thanks so much for listening. If you were inspired by what you heard today, please follow, rate, and review. These things really matter. And if you know a tween or a teen who is doing great things in his, her, or their community, send them my way. I'd love to meet them and share their stories with a world that could really use a dose of inspiration right about now. You can get in touch with me through my website, simpleactsguide.com. Until next time, remember to keep eyes, ears, hearts, and minds open to the needs of others. And always, be kind.